A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Holtcast. Cole Penham here as always. And of course, the international break is finally over. And I say that with a lot of excitement. And of course, we're back with a preview. So of course, this time we play Brighton Hove Albion at home, 3 p.m. kickoff on Saturday. And with that being said, we have a Brighton fan and that being Addy from Albion Roar at Albion Roar on Twitter. Addy, how are you doing? Hi, I'm yeah, great. Actually, the international break isn't actually over just yet. Um, <laughs> there is another game which is due to kick off in a couple of hours, and um, which may or may not see uh, some of your players in action. So, uh, we're hoping that they're all going to play and come back very, very, very tired. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, by the time this comes out, hopefully it'll be over, but if not, um, uh, <laughs> nonetheless. Hopefully they come back with uh, lots of energy and lots of positivity, even though a lot of people feel very different ways about, about Gareth Southgate. But nonetheless, <laughs> let's not get into that. Let's get on to Saturday's game at Villa Park. So, Addy, your season so far, we'll start with the bright perspective, of course. You're 16th on six points. So mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on the season so far uh, on your uh, whole perspective? Um, basically, uh, let's just repeat a conversation we had last year. We're... Uh... <laughs> We're playing really, really well. We're absolutely playing teams off the park and coming away quite often with nothing. Uh, we're leaving way too many points out on the pitch. Um, our performances have deserved more. Um, we're, apparently, we are top of the table in XG at the moment, whatever that means. But, um, <laughs> but it's, you know, if we, it, which basically, I think it means if we'd have actually taken our chances in, in the games that we've created, then... Um, we would be a lot higher up the table than we actually are. But, um, you know, we are creating the chances. I think we would be a little, little bit more concerned <clears throat> if we weren't. But at some point, um, those that, that ball's got to go into the back of the net because if you don't score goals, you don't win games and you don't win prizes. Oh, absolutely. So I, I guess to pinpoint it in your mind, what what's the missing factor kind of in your mind? <clears throat> um basically it's been a bit of a a weird one i mean last season was kind of a a, a season of transition for us um where, where we were trying to change from chris Hutton's style uh to graham potter's style uh, and largely we did that and it's i mean it's very dangerous to have a transitional season in in the top flight but we did it um we got a lot of again we got a lot of plaudits for the for the performances but um Again, we weren't taking the chances, and that, that's 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 the whole point. We're just not scoring enough goals. And um, uh, Neil Morpai, for instance, um, he's he's our leading scorer this season with four, but two of those were penalties. Um, and you know he he's taking uh, maybe scoring one in six at the moment. And there's there's been some incredibly clear cut chances that he's had it in in certain games this season where. 
he he should have uh, he should have scored or at least worked the, the keeper a little bit better. Um, and you know it it's, it is frustrating. Um, I can Neil's a player who, who certainly wears his heart on his sleeve. Um, and uh, um, obviously he was uh, partnering Ollie Watkins up at, at, at Brentford two couple of years ago. So those two certainly know each other very very well. But um, Watkins seems to be hitting the ground running a lot more than than Neil has. Um, he, he certainly, I mean, scoring scoring the goals. But um, yeah, it's it's just frustrating. You know, we create this. We just got to score the goals. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. If if only if it was that simple, we'd all be up in those top four, oh, yeah. just kind of enjoying it's, life, right? <laughs> it's it's the, it's the million dollar question, isn't it? Where do you find the uh, the twenty goal a season striker? Um, it it's you know, I mean, we we ourselves were looking at Watkins as well, but um, we got priced out of it. We we we're we're bright and we don't tend to spend too much on transfer fees if we if we can help it our, 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 our model is is certainly very different to that but i mean your transfer window but from from the outside looking in it's been very successful um and you're no longer a one-man team yeah that's been the biggest blessing and we've kind of been knocking on about this on this podcast for this season um a massive change um in fan perspective in terms of how well we've been doing um in terms of the window it's been brilliant i mean it, we it's finally been okay by the players we actually need by the players that dean smith wants and can work in the system and uh mm. i guess to do what the manager actually needs looks like it actually works shockingly enough but uh getting back to neil mopai we you mentioned him um a few moments ago and of course there was a little bit of controversy with him getting dropped and i think uh, ryan got dropped in goal as well for your fourth choice keeper i think it was i read so what was that whole kind of mishap what was going on there do you know by chance um we know bits and bobs um basically this it's a sort of thing that happens in training at every club up and down the country on a regular basis sometimes it gets reported sometimes it doesn't um uh the team was named for the spurs game uh Grand Potter said it was for tactical reasons. It later came out that there was a, a bit of a contretemps in training. Um, we don't know who the other player was. We don't think it was Matt Ryan. Um, we just, look, I mean, the, the manager's got to have some authority. Um, Neil, like I said earlier, he, he does tend to wear his heart on his sleeve a little bit. Um, he's the sort of player that opposition fans hate. Um, he's, he's a sort of player that you, you want in your team rather than playing against you. Um, but, you know, so, sometimes, you know, he, he can be a little bit full of himself. Um, and I, I'm, I'm guessing something happened in training and Graham put down his authority. We've drawn a line under it. That, that's game over. And uh, in, in regards to that, we, we move on. He started the next game. Uh, still didn't score what he should have done, but that's another again <laughs> recurring theme. Um, but it, it's and, and in regards to Matt, well, I think it, it was just a warning warning shot across the bows that you know you've got to, even though he, he's every time he's been available, he started every single game for us. Um, he's he, since he joined us, he's missed four games. For uh, three of which were 
whilst he was uh, away on international duty uh, in some random tournament which Australia play in. Um, still not quite sure what that one was. Um, and uh, and the game against Spurs. Now, uh, Rob Sanchez came in. Um, he, he basically, he, he deserved a chance. Um, goalkeepers don't get rotated very often. Um, and, you know, it, Matt's probably not been 100% on, on, on form. Um, he's a little bit, he doesn't really like crosses coming into the box. He's not um, the tallest goalkeeper in the world. And I think that we wanted um, to give someone, give Rob an opportunity to, to uh, play in that game. And uh, he did very, very well. Um, he wouldn't have played if Chris Walton was fit, who's been with us since um, the year, not since, since he was a very, very small boy. Um, but he, he's been perennially out on loan um, for the last five, five years or so. And, and he's come back um, older, wiser and, and ready to stake his claim for, for a first team place. But um, he got injured pre-season and uh, he, he's just coming back into, into, into the equation now. And Jason still, well, it's Jason still. Um, <laughs> he, he's, he's not likely to be pulling up any trees and starting any games for us anytime soon, I don't think. But it's like, um, you know, it, it, he's, he's all right. <laughs> he's all right. But yeah, but I mean, but Matt, Matt will be in goal on Saturday, I'm sure. Yeah, fair enough. And I, I'd see that as well. Like, it's the whole thing when you look at Mopai and Ryan. It's like you said before, it happens everywhere. And I think it just comes under more scrutiny now. And it's more observed now just because of the way media and social media is now. But nonetheless, to me, it's not really a talking point. But nonetheless, some people are no, interested. We, so we, I'm sure we don't enjoy think it. so. I mean, we certainly didn't talk about it uh, at, at any length on our show rather than we'd, we'd rather give the players that did play uh, an opportunity. And um, it's. You know, um, people people can draw their own conclusions to it, but um, at the end of the day, it's over and done. Manager wielded his authority; he's the boss, and and the players have got to respect that. Yeah, absolutely. So let's <laughs> let's dive right into this game uh, now. Why why not? I guess that's what we're here for. So, what what are your thoughts, kind of heading into this game? Where's your mind sitting at? Um, I don't know. Um, is is the honest answer. I mean, you're coming off the back of uh, a good win at Arsenal. You've had a decent start to the season. Um, sixth place, 15 points. So, you know, it, it's, uh, you've, like, as I said earlier, you've, uh, you've made some good sidings. You've got a very, very good goalkeeper who we're actually in the market for as well uh, pre-season. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you, you've, uh, you're doing okay. Um, that said, we tend to... Uh, play a, a lot better against teams that don't park the bus, and um, we I th- have opportunities. We we do tend to play through sides, um, and we will probably dominate all the possession and be get all the plaudits and not score any goals. Um, but <laughs> again, I mean, I mean, if anyone who watched the game at Villa Park last season, I mean, that's basically what happened. We were dominant. We took the lead. Um, lost concentration and came away with nothing. Um, it was, but we were we were absolutely dominated the um, possession and the play. And uh, a lot of Villa fans I know were saying, "Oh, well, you're you, you, you brilliant play. You just need you just need a goal scorer." Yeah, like we, who knew? Um, <laughs> 
but uh, you know, and that's 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 how we've been uh, under Graham Potter, and it, it, it's getting. But we've got better players now. We've we signed uh, Adam Lalana in the summer. Um, he's coming into full fitness now. He's he's played ninety minutes in the last couple of games, which is the first time he's done that for about uh, three years, I think. Um, and he's becoming increasingly influential. Um, we signed Danny Welbeck now as well, and he he started. Uh, the last game uh, against Burnley, um, 19 shots on goal, no goals. Um, <laughs> is there a theme here? Um, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but you know, at some point, someone's going to be in, on the end of an absolute thrashing, and we're hoping it's you lot at the weekend. But, um, you know, I, I think Danny uh, will be a good influence in and around the place. I think um, he's got a point to prove. He's hungry. He's still, he's still, a, he's just... Um, just turned 30 now um, so he, st- he still thinks he's got a chance of getting into the England squad for, for the summer um, which is which if he does it's great for us because it means he's scoring goals and playing very well but <clears throat> but uh, Danny Welbeck's always been a better player for England than he has been at club level I think uh, most people would agree um, and uh, well, hopefully with these all these chances that we're creating will be um, bread and butter for him and hopefully he'll be licking his lips uh, at the prospect of scoring some goals for us and um you know the chances are there if if uh, if if he can keep his composure and, and put it in the back of the net oh absolutely i don't know why but danny welbeck to me feels like he's like 40 now it just feels like he's been around that long and he's only 30 yeah. which is mental to me he's one of those players right so there's a, there's quite a few of those right so it's like uh, like like James Milner, who's been around since like he was like, well, since I was at school, I think. But it was uh, <laughs> and and like and I'm a lot older than he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm a lot younger, so I don't know what that means. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, our perspective it's kind of an interesting one because our our two losses are against teams that are I guess arguably in form you look at leads no one really kind of knew what to expect and now they're just kind of high flying going down a little bit high flying again they're kind of all over the place and then you look it depends at, where it depends where you get your, your media that are yeah. used from um yeah, apparently which, which media outlet. God, so um <laughs> yeah I mean all, all all hail leads and and all the sailing uh, or something like that but, <laughs> Yeah, and then you look at Southampton, and I mean, they're just an anomaly right now. They're absolutely flying. They're putting teams to the sword. Um, so I have to have a lot of respect for what they're doing and Hassan Hoodle's doing there. So a big question for the whole Villa side of things is if we can – last season the whole thing is we couldn't beat a top six side until – we faced Arsenal and when it really counted. And now it seems like that's when we're really showing up. Of course we beat Sheffield United and Fulham. So uh, that kind of also just kind of destroys my argument as well. But it's one of those where from my perspective, I'm hoping we're not going to have a season where it's okay. We're beating the top sides, but we can't beat the teams that you would think that we have the ability to beat when we're beating top sides. So it's one of those. I think a lot of people look at this maybe as, this whole run with you guys and then going to West Ham is kind of statements to where Villa can potentially go. So that's how I look at it. But uh, Addy, before we wrap things up, what's your uh, score prediction? Uh, five nil to Brighton. Though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to score a goal. No, um, I, 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 it's got nil nil written all over it, but um, I, I, I think that it will be, it will be tight. I think, I think we'll play attractive football again I think that you will I think you've, you've now like I said I mean I got absolutely pelters from you lot for uh, 
daring to criticise Grealish last year. Um, <laughs> and uh, but I mean, to be fair, I mean, you know, he he last season he came into the top flight and he he hadn't really stepped up properly at that point. Um, and he has done, and um, you know. He's become a, a, a much, much better player. And with him and Barkley, you know, he's got so, someone to share the workload with. So um, McGinn as well is, is a player who, who I've always, always rated. Um, and, you know, there's, there's, there's a good team ethic there. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's not all about like uh, the number 10 anymore. It's, uh, you know, there's more, there's more, there's, there's more tricks to, 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 to the bag. Um, but like I said, we've, we've got our own little tricksters. Um, and uh, we've also got the, we've also got the skipper coming back. who has been missing for the last three games. So Lewis Dunk is very, very, very important for us. Um, and um, he also like, uh, is, is decent in, in the box at set pieces. So, I mean, I, I it's, it's a, it's a really difficult one because I mean, you, you've been flat track bullies at times, but then you don't, You've had the re- that result against Liverpool, the result against Arsenal. It, it's such a difficult one to call. Um, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to call it a draw. Um, but I mean, honestly, this was this one could go either way. And like I said, I mean, I'd like to see if we can actually take all of our chances. We could be um, hopefully bringing the points back to Sussex. Yeah, it, it, honestly, it's a really tough one to call. Like I'm struggling more with this one than probably half of our games because. Still, in my opinion, I think you guys should be way higher than where Brighton is right now. So with that in mind, and I have to keep things positive as where we are right now. So I'll go 2-1. We do struggle uh, with set pieces. um, So I can see a goal being leaked from there. Um, Hopefully, if everyone's firing and fit still, there's no COVID issues, no injury issues, no fitness issues. I can see us also scoring a couple too. So it's going to be an interesting one. For all we know, it's going to be nil-nil or who knows, maybe a 4-3. It's really unpredictable with our both our sides really because you really never know what to expect. But to kind of wrap things up here, Addy, uh, where can anyone find you? Okay, we're the Albion Royal Radio Show on Radio Reverb in Brighton on 97.2 FM. Also the podcast uh, online everywhere. If you can't find us, you're not trying hard enough. Obviously, we're all over Twitter and social media as well. Um, and well, all over shows like this and Match of the Day and Talk Sport and everywhere, really. But it's like a, we're, uh, yeah, it, it's... It, it's it's we're all we're always well worth a listen, and we will also get some absolutely stonking guests in to come and join us as well. But uh, but I just 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 to rewind quickly there as well. I mean, the important thing is you you mentioned there the COVID issue. Um, just stay safe, everyone. Do as you're told. Stay in. Um, you know, we're we're all desperate to get back into into stadiums. Hopefully, that will happen soon. Maybe even as early as next month. Just, but bottom line is, we stay safe, and we 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 can all have a good Christmas. Oh, absolutely. Everyone just do their part, stay safe, keep a level head, you know, relax. If you need to take a 20, 30 minute walk every day, do that. It's great for the the mentals, I guess you could say. And yeah, just like I said before, do your part, but nonetheless, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you very much to Addy for joining me. Of course, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's at talk Aston Villa, tweet us at 7,500 to Holt. And of course you can email us at Holtcast at gmail.com. Hopefully a positive result on Saturday, but of course we'll be back with you on Monday morning for the review show, but nonetheless, up the villa.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 